The Lion's Enchantment, a fairy tale for the letter L. Lion. Once upon a time, there was a girl so poor she had to wander about the world looking for work. One day, a farmer hired her to watch his cows. So each day, she would take his cows to the meadow and bring them back at the end of the day. One morning in the meadow, the girl heard a loud groan that sounded almost human. She rushed to the spot. There, to her surprise, was a lion crying out in pain. Though she was scared, the girl drew nearer and saw that he had a large thorn in one foot. She carefully pulled out the thorn, bound up the wound with her handkerchief, and the lion licked her hand with his big, rough tongue. Suddenly remembering her cows, the girls rushed back to the meadow. But alas, she hunted everywhere but could not find even one cow. They were gone. What could she do but return home and confess to her master? He scolded her bitterly afterwards, and then he beat her. He said, tomorrow you will have to look after the pigs. Be sure not to lose any of them. Exactly one year after she had found the lion, the girl was tending to the pigs one morning when she again heard a groan which sounded quite human. And there was the same lion on the ground, this time with a deep wound across his face. No longer afraid of the creature, she washed the wound, lay healing herbs upon it, and bound it up. The lion thanked her as he had done before. Worried, she rushed back, but again the pigs in her flock were gone. She searched everywhere, but it was no use. She sank to the ground and wept bitterly, not daring to return again to hear her masters empty-handed. At last, she thought that if she climbed a tree, she might get a wider view of the land to find her lost pigs. But no sooner she was seated on the highest branch than something happened which put the pigs quite out of her mind. Out of the woods walked a handsome young man who came to her tree. He moved aside a large rock by the tree trunk, stepped down into what looked like a deep black hole, and disappeared. Now the maiden was so curious that she decided to stay in the tree all night long until the young man came out again. The next morning, the rock was moved aside, but out came not the man, but a lion instead. The lion looked around and then very slowly padded into the forest and disappeared from view. Now the maiden was so curious that she climbed down the tree to see the rock for herself. It seemed like an ordinary enough rock, yet she easily pushed it aside and discovered a deep opening underneath. She gingerly stepped down, found a toe hold, and following a path was led to a beautiful house. In the house, she discovered a library and there she passed hours reading very good books and left a favorite out of hers out on the table. Then she prepared a good dinner, eating a bit of it herself. She was really hungry and clambered back up to the top of the tree. She climbed up and up. She looked again for her lost pigs, but not one pig could be found. As the sun set, the same lion, walking much better this time, came out of the woods and back to the rock under the tree. 
Down he went, and while later came out the young man. Again, he looked about him left and right, saw no one, and softly stepped into the forest. Instantly, the maiden came down from the tree and did what she had done the day before, each time leaving a different book on the table and preparing a meal before she left. Thus, three days went by. The next time the young man emerged, she called out, Stop! Please wait! Won't you tell me your name? The young man, surprised, said, Why, you must be the one who's setting out the books and preparing my dinner. He explained that he was a prince. Years ago, he had been captured by a giant who cast a spell on him. All day long, he must be a lion. Only at night could he return to his human shape. As the lion, he had been the very one who had she had helped before, taking the thorn out of his paw and healing the wound on his face. What's more, he whispered, the giant who had enchanted him was the very same one who had stolen her cows and pigs out of spite for her kindness she had shown him when he had been wounded as a lion. The girl asked, How can you be freed from the spell? There's only one way, he said with a sigh, and that's if someone can get a lock of hair from the heed of the king's daughter, spin it from its cloth, weave a cloak for the giant, Then I will go at once to the king's palace, said the girl. So they parted. When the girl arrived at the king's palace, she was careful to wash herself and neatly arrange her hair. Quickly, she was hired as a kitchen maid. Soon everyone at the palace talked about her neat and clean appearance. By and by, the princess heard of her and sent for the girl. When she saw her and how beautifully she had arranged her hair, the the princess told her that she was to come and comb out her hair. Now the hair of the princess was very thick and shone like gold. The girl combed it and combed it till it was brighter than the sun. The princess was pleased and invited her to come out every day and comb her hair. At last, the girl took courage and asked permission to cut off one of the long, thick locks. The princess, who was very proud of her hair, did not like the idea of parting with any of it, so she said, no. By each day, the girl begged and begged and begged to be allowed to just cut off one lock of the princess's thick, beautiful hair. At last, the princess gave in. (sighs) Very well, then. She finally exclaimed, You may have it on one condition, that you find for me the finest prince in the land to be my husband. The girl answered that she would do so, and she cut off the lock. When she was alone, she wove it into a cloak that glittered like silk. When she brought it to the young man, he told her to carry it straight to the giant who lived on top of the high mountain. But he warned her that she must announce loudly that she was bringing the cloak or the giant would surely attack her. Before the maiden reached the top of the mountain, out rushed the giant, waving one hand a sword and a club in the other. Quickly, she called out that she had brought him the cloak. At that, the giant stopped and invited her into his house. He tried on the cloak, but it was too short. Angry, he threw it onto the floor. The girl picked up the cloak and quietly left. 
she returned quite in despair to the king's palace. The next morning, when she was combing the princess's hair, she begged and begged for permission to cut off just one more lock. And at last, the princess gave in on one condition that the prince whom the girl should find for her to marry would also be the handsomest prince in the entire world. The maiden said softly that she had already found such a prince for her. Later, the girl spun more thread from the second lock. Now she could lengthen the giant's cloaks and sleeves. When it was finished, she carried it out to the, to the giant again. This time, the cloak fit perfectly. The giant was quite pleased, and he asked her what he could do for her in return. She said that she, the only reward he could give her was to take the spell off the prince so he could stay human and no longer be a, not a lion. For a long time, the giant would not hear of reversing his spell, but he liked the cloak so well that at last he said yes. He even told her that the cows and pigs would be returned to her master by the end of the day. And this was the secret to freeing the prince of en enchantment. She must cast the lion into the pond near the mountain until he was entirely underwater. Then, when the prince finally emerged from the water, he would be free from the enchantment forever. The maiden went away in despair, for fear that the giant was trying to trick her, and that and after she had cast the lion into the water, she would find that she had only drowned him. At the bottom of the mountain, she joined the prince who was waiting for her. When he heard her story, he comforted her and bade her to be of good courage and to do as the giant had said. And so in the morning, when he emerged in his lion form, the maiden threw him into the pond near the mountain until he was entirely underwater. Soon after, out of the water came the prince, beautiful as the day and as glad to look upon as the sun himself. The young prince thanked the maiden for all she had done for him and declared that he would like her to be his wife and no one else. But the maiden cried out that she could never be, for she had already given her promise to the prince as that when she cut off her hair, the prince would wed to her and the princess alone. The prince sighed and said, That is what it must be then. When they walked together to the king's palace where the princess was, they met the king and queen and they saw the young man approach and with great joy in their hearts. It was their eldest son. He had long ago been enchanted by a giant and had disappeared from the castle. Their daughter, the princess with golden hair, was delighted to see the long lost brother. The prince asked his parents permission to marry the girl who had saved him. His sister happily released the maiden from her promise, and she surely would not marry her own brother. Before long, she married another prince from the neighborhood kingdom, and so the maiden and the prince were married. Later, they became the rulers of the land, and over time, they richly deserved all the honors showered upon them. The end.